Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'll be your host for the hour. Oh, you're going to love this hour. This hour, we're going to talk about the reality of the reality in your vibration. Yes, we're going to unravel how it is that you're influencing your life from a day-to-day moment. For those of you who are listening to the show for the first time, what we embellish, what we devour in this hour is understanding the law of attraction at a heart level, understanding how it is that we are co-creating with spirit, using the law of attraction as that wand, that communication of vibration to truly have more fun in our lives, to correct those things that are not to our wanting, and to fine-tune our expansion. But what we do with this wonderful quantum universe is we break it down into morsels that feel good, that are understandable, that are everyday, and then you can just watch your life transform. You don't have to take our word for it. We're going to tell you practices that you can try every day and start to see that we're not kidding around. The law of attraction is a powerful, powerful thing, but it's embedded in your DNA. This is not a stretch. You don't have to work to understand this, but it is a remembering process. And to help me remember how it works, I have my wonderful friend, teacher, mentor, Janice Campbell on the line, who's going to join us for the hour. Welcome, Janice. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm excited to be here. Uh, We're kind of getting into the fall. It's September uh, who knows where the summer went and who cares? Never look back. <laughs> We're into a new opportunity. And the theme and the, and the title of the show today is one day I woke up and I was living in a theme park, everyday awakening. So, and, and actually Janice just recently spent some time at a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> favorite Disneyland. Yes. What I mean by that title, and I heard it actually from another Unity FM program, one of my favorite programs, other than Janice's, of course, Receive Your Life, <laughs> is um, is the Oneness program, which actually airs right, I think, after our show here on Everyday Attraction. It's either right before or right after. And I heard this interview with Reverend Patricia Keel and this wonderful guy, his name was Matt Lilly, and they were talking about the oneness blessing. And he said, you know, when he woke up to spirit, when he really became awake to who he was, he said, one day I woke up and I was just living in a theme park. And that just really kind of tickled my fancy, this idea that we can wake up and realize that we are actually influencing the themes in our life, you know? Mm -hmm. 
is exciting. Yes. And then to make sure that we're living the themes that we actually enjoy. Amen. (laughs) We could be living themes that are not ours to live. And that's part of it too, because you might be living in a theme park that's kind of nightmarish and you can wake up from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also what I loved about what he said was I started to realize what a fantastical place this is and that I am because I'm awakening to spirit, awakening to the source within me, seeing layers and levels of beauty and realization that I didn't have access to before. Now, Abraham talks about that as getting in the vortex. We're going to talk a lot about that because it's in the vortex that you don't have to worry about controlling what shows up. You just get in there and trust and know that the universe is only going to deliver to you that which you want. That's what we love about the vortex. It's it's like pre-qualified, only good rides. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. And and I also think like, you know, like Disneyland where they used to have the E ticket, the A ticket, the B ticket. You know, it's like we could do the combination of rides that we like. You know, we may like some fast, dramatic rides. And we may like some relaxing rides. Yeah, like the combination is really unique to us. That is so true. And that's really a good point because it's not about a feathered nest necessarily mm-hmm. in the vortex. It doesn't mean suddenly no contrast happens because contrast is the juice. It's, it's more awakening for us. But when contrast happens in the vortex, which is kind of a new concept because it's a, it's an advanced concept that even when you are connected to source, it does mean that things will happen that not, aren't not necessarily what you want. But when contrast happens in the vortex, there is something there for you that you're able to access. You're able to take the bounce, as they say. You're able to see that there is a bigger perspective to which you can look at a situation or a person. And that's really what the advantage is of hanging out in this high vibration is you get to be a bit more agile with your alignment. Yeah. And also trusting yourself. You know, I think a lot of it is, is really understanding how these principles work. You could relax into them. Like there's, you don't have to be so afraid of the way something looks like, oh my God, what does this mean? It's like, it's an opportunity to bounce off. Like then it's kind of like, it really is a theme park. Like it's all here for our enjoyment. But you have to, you have to be comfortable enough to really work it and not be afraid of it. Like to be able to go on the rides and know that they're safe. You know, if you, and we went on a roller coaster, like, oh my God, we may fall off. It may take the fun out of it. But when you know you're on tracks and you're going to go really fast and it's going to be really fun and you're going to be safe. But to remember that we live in a fail safe universe. We're not going to be dropped. Oh, I love that, Janice. You've just brought a whole other connection to the theme park ideas that the reason we love theme parks is because we know, well, they're relatively safe in quotes, but this idea that this is for fun, right. that you'll take the deep dip, ah, <laughs> you know, hands up ah, just for the rush of it, just for the ride of it. Yeah. You can relax and know that even when it gets a little crazy, you know, there's a smooth ending. There's a smooth ride where you can then step off and maybe decide to go uh, have a have a more luxurious ride ice, for a little and bit. And an ice cream. <laughs> and an ice cream. And a spa ride. Right. <laughs> you know, I think that's so exciting when we start to look at the world. And and I know it's it's difficult sometimes because when you're going through contrast, deep contrast, and you haven't practiced the vortex, you know, t- hearing that this is a theme park can be frustrating you want to 
you know, you want to tell us to shut up, you know, but trust us when you spend more time in this good feeling area and this place of knowing who you are. And that's what we're talking about today, how we can get back to that place of remembering who we are. Then you'll get some agility. You'll get some, um, some real strength in being able to understand this perspective. So if you're pushing against it, just relax. Know that when you get your sea legs, you'll be so glad that you didn't hang up and that you didn't stop listening because you're connecting to this radio show in this moment for a divine purpose. There is no accident. And we want to take advantage of the alignment that you found here. So one thing that is interesting about sort of aha awakening that I am living in the theme park of my consciousness, my friend Mary Beth Reposardo says, you are out picturing your con- your consciousness every day. <laughs> and that's kind of an awakening in new thought is that if I'm out picturing my consciousness and I don't like what's happening, it is an inside job that we start. But you know, it's funny, like I, I just hearing you say that, like how – you know, how we know that on such a deep level, I mean, anybody who's kind of been on this path, we know that on such a deep level. And yet at the same time, we're surprised. Oh, my God, where did that come from? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this just happened to me. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. And, and, you know, and sometimes it does feel like, wow, where did that come Uh from? Uh But back to that trust and that faith. Yes. I really want to come back to that because unless you have trust and faith, in your larger counterpart, in your source, in your God, in your spirit, unless you have that, all of this is just gobbledygook. This is like blah, 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 blah. It is so crucial that that relationship, you know, I've been listening to Reverend Michael Beckwith this week and have been so empowered, you know, of the Agape International Spiritual Center. I think it's agapelive.com. He is just such a, a wonderful teacher for me to remember that energetic connection to source. And he's kind of a preacher and he, he kind of gets in there and says, remember that ye are gods walking around in this vibrational universe. And it is the opportunity to wake up and know that everything that you want is already done in consciousness, in spirit. You have asked, it is given as Abraham would tell us. Yes. So with that, you, thing, oh, go on. No, well, I was just you, know, saying, you know, hearing that it's like, what does that exactly mean? You know, that, that was like everything that you want is already here in consciousness. Well, it means that if you want to know the recipe of manifestation, it starts with, with a vibrational recipe. It starts with a vibrational concoction that then can outpicture itself in the physical world. It can be colors and textures and relationships and experiences. So if everything is possible in consciousness – then it's our job to decide what we're going to align with. And therefore, we are the vehicles of bringing the manifestation through us. I mean, that's what our eyes and ears and tongues and that's what we do. Our skin, everything is a vibrational translator. But we're deciding day to day, moment to moment, what recipe of consciousness we're translating and then therefore experiencing. Yeah. So what they're saying is the recipe book has everything you want. Mm-hmm. There is no recipe that you cannot have, mm-hmm. but it's your ability to find the page, read the instructions and get an alignment that will help this easy bake oven appear as <laughs> a You know how I look at it too. It's, it's that thing of how, what is it going to take for us to be a yes to that? Because if we have the desire, we're clear about the desire. The only thing standing in the way is, is really being an unequivocal yes to that. You know, it's like that, that second yes thing we talk about. 
Yes. Because a lot of times we say, oh, I'm allowing this. I want this. Yes, I want it. But then there's something else there that we're not really saying a yes to it. We, we've got a but, and then we have all this reason why something can't manifest. But if it's yes. already here and it's already here in consciousness and we've already done the work or it's, it's already like it's waiting for us, our piece of it is really to align with, you know, the allowing piece, the yes. The yes part. Yeah. But how do we do that? You I know, think at pro- first it's recognizing recognizing the the no part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we aren't even aware that we're a no. Say more about that. Well, because that double yes thing is to, you know, the first yes, we give lip service. Oh, yes. You know, like say when I think of when I was single, oh, I want to be in a relationship and, you know, so I want to get married. Da, da, da. But there was a big part of me, the mixed message that was a big no. I don't I don't want to be married. I won't have any freedom. Why would I, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of like we, we think we're a yes to something, but yet there's a lot of no energy in there that we're not even aware of. And we know the no because the emotions come up. Yes. Yeah, it's a stuckness. Yeah. It's like a, you know, and then we say, oh, the reason I can't, well, then we make stuff up about, you know, the universe is not friendly. <laughs> I never get what I want. But we're the ones, like the gatekeepers, that are really saying, not allowing. You know, what? what's confusing about that, and let's go a little deeper on the law of attraction, is oftentimes you, you don't even know what it is that is blocking that there are deep-seated beliefs that you are so used to, sometimes they don't even provoke an emotion anymore. It's just how it is. It's just how you see it. And sometimes we need to shake it up a little bit. And I think some practices that Abraham gives us allows us to move into the vortex without necessarily focusing on the issue Mm -hmm. and then allow the momentum and the vibration and the spirit consciousness of the vortex to help us heal what that stuckness is. Because oftentimes, you know, there's two ways to go, go at the problem and there are techniques there or let the problem go, mm-hmm. rise the vibration, and then allow the problem to resolve itself. Because it really isn't a problem if the consciousness is shifted. Yeah. Well, I know? think then we could really tune into the desire part again, too. Yeah. You know, it's like what, you know, and, and realize how spiritual principle work, spiritual principles work, that we wouldn't even have the desire in the first place if it wasn't already complete. Yes. You know, so it's like, yes, there may be obstacles. It may not be showing up right now. I may not be able to identify it, but it's just claiming that it's it's here. It's here. And then oftentimes we have to get off of the subject that's not working. You know, again, we're talking about overall vibration, getting into an overall vibrational essence. Uh, And again, this has to do with emotional. When we talk about vibration, we're talking like a beautiful weave, our emotional state. And trying to, as best we can, manage that emotional state so that our vibration stays high so that we don't have to get too focused on what's not working or focused at all. That really is a fine line, though, don't you think? It is. Well, like we've talked a lot before, is sometimes it feels good to Mm -hmm. focus on the problem Mm -hmm. and get some clarity. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you run out of gas there. There's nothing there and you're just beating the same drum of it's not working, it's not working. And you could feel it. It's kind of like weeding. You know, a lot of times it's like if there's weeds, it feels really good to pull up those weeds and make room for a new plant to grow. Right. Yeah. Well, what I love about the idea of waking up and realizing you're living in a theme park is I don't have to manage 
how it's showing up specifically. I just have to manage my overall vibration. Mm-hmm. Because I think trying to manage, and, and maybe that was like 1.0 in the technology of metaphysics, where we try to focus and manage and shift our thoughts around a certain issue to feel better, to, you know, and, but I feel like the 2.0 technology that's coming through is you don't have to manage that. The universe manages the manifestations. What you need to manage is how you are interacting with the universe. How is it that you are translating what's happening? How are you shifting the conversation within your own mind and your own heart around life in general, in, in, a, in a kind of a larger scope? I am walking in a theme park and I'm not going to get tripped up if I get on a ride that doesn't please me because I know I'm in a theme park. I can get off that ride and walk somewhere else. Yeah. So I think there's a certain levity that we need to engage and and really embrace the fact that the universe has got our back and our only work is to come to the party. Yeah. But I think before we could actually do that, it gets back to what you said at the beginning is we really have to know our connection to source. We really have to have faith and trust. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why we work so hard on fixing the circumstances, because we really don't trust, we really don't have faith in the overall goodness. It's like, Oh my God, I have to fix this problem because if I don't fix this problem, I'm not going to get what I want. But if we come from the place of knowing I always get what I want. Yeah. You know, then we can have less attention on all the symptoms, but we have to kind of have something to counterbalance that with. Well, oftentimes then, you know, people say, well, I'm not having a God experience. You know, I'm not having angels in mm-hmm. my head. I'm not having, you know, orbs of light. I'm, you know, where is God? Where is God? Where is God? And, you know, where is source? What is this relationship? And that's, you know, so much what I love about the Abraham teachings is that we can go to our emotions, which unless you're living under a rock, you've got them, mm-hmm. right? Unless you've been cut off from them because of some other issue with substance, you are in touch with your emotions. They are happening. Right. And what I love about their practice is that our emotions are a translation of God connecting to us. Yeah. Well, and it kind of is interesting to think about how would you define a God experience? Because if we have a certain definition of it has to look like this, it has to look like this, well, then we may never have a God experience under that definition. Well, I think it really has to do with how we feel and how we translate that feeling into being a connection with source. And we're going to talk more about it after a quick break where we'll talk about specifically how we can know whether we are speaking the language of God, that we're speaking the language of source, how we can know it in our bodies and in our minds. And also we're going to play a, a, a little bit of a track from an Abraham workshop where they talk specifically about how we can directly influence how people are showing up in our lives. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'm here with Janice Campbell, and we'll be right back after the break. Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you.
Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for the blessing of the financial crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. The Unity message is universal uniting, empowering, and transformational. Carrying this message to the world with the power of music and song are scores of singers and songwriters who dedicate their extraordinary gifts to helping heal the world and spread the message of unity and oneness. These are the Messengers of Unity. We salute the Messengers of Unity. The voices of the one voice of all humanity. Tune in to Pazapalooza, music that matters, with host Richard McDesey to hear the music and the artists who are changing the world, one song at a time. Fridays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. Well, one day I woke up and I was living in a theme park. Everyday Awakening. What we're talking about this hour is the opportunity to awaken to awaken to the fact that we are having a direct influence into how the manifest world is showing up. How, you ask? Well, that's what we're going to get into. And I'm here with Janice Campbell from the Receive Your Life show on Unity FM to get more directly into how it is that we can shift. Let's talk about relationships because they're a big part of how we see our world unfolding, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, our relationships can make us, well, if we choose to, can be the source of our happiness or the source of our suffering. But how is it that we can influence when it is that we rendezvous with the people in our lives so that they can be a source of our joy? Um, Isn't it interesting, Janice, when they start to talk about these rendezvous points with other people in our lives. Yeah, but also when you were saying how we see our world unfolding, just what came to mind too is that like how we see ourselves, like that is the world unfolding. Absolutely. Like we can't see beyond where we could see ourselves. It wouldn't be possible. It's kind of And that, absolutely. And so if we see ourselves as the source energy, you know, the true source energy, then we put ourselves in a position of actually 
having influence. It, it is true. You cannot get into this work unless you have that core foundation understanding that you are it. You are actually that which is outpicturing itself. You are this source that you're talking about. There isn't the separation that we like to talk about so much. You know, there just isn't the separation that we've been given information about that we are separate from that, which is everything. So, but how do we get into a relationship where we are influencing more specifically the people and places that show up? I'm going to play just a few minutes of a recent Abraham workshop that took place in Seattle, Washington. And we highly, highly encourage you to get your copy of these workshops by going to abraham-hicks.com and downloading a full copy of these and, um, and paying these wonderful people who do these recordings. Uh, and we just so love Jerry and Esther Hicks. We're just going to give you a little snippet to kind of provoke a deeper conversation about how it is that we can influence how relationships specifically are showing up in our theme park. Here we go. Can't I influence others on how they show up for yes, me you can. when I'm in the vortex? Absolutely. Unconditional love. Absolutely. But you weren't anywhere near that. Yes, 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 yes. I'm only going to pull out those qualities Absolutely. of that person and listen to her. Listen to her. She's got it. In, exactly. Exactly. At that time. Exactly. But you, you weren't in the starting place for that yet. In other words, where you began, which is almost what everybody is trying to do, where you were when you first sat down was wanting to do that, but completely incapable of doing it because you can't call someone into the vortex unless you're in there. Right. But at the same time, like pulling out the good essence qualities of an individual because you're already in the vortex and an appreciation. You see, what happens is when you get, when you get into the vortex – then everything that you want must manifest. Everything that you want must manifest. Yeah, but there's a lag time with manifestation because you're always experiencing, like today, I want to really experience but, being in the but works we, tomorrow or whatever. We, we want you to take that back. And, here, and, here's, and here's the reason that we know you can and you can feel it when you do it. You just experienced a shift in the way you felt, which is a manifestation. And there was very little lag time. Very little lag time. Just a little bit of focus, and it shifted. It was darn near instant manifestation. Now, we know that the manifestation that you think you want hasn't come this red-hot minute, but enough of a manifestation did come that if you can hang your hat on that and take your compliments for yourself on that and feel proud about what you accomplished there and then do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again, it is our promise to you that the manifestations that you seek will come. They must. It is law. It can be no other way. But it never works unless you're in the vortex. I'm going to stop there for a moment. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> You know, let me tell you, this is this is the new rant that Abraham is is on. Janice and I are part of the gluttonious program, so we get to see, we get to hear everything that Abraham is saying. And boy, ah, oh, mm. but they're on this new rant, and I don't know if you've been picking up on it too. That you know, people are very concerned about this lag time. I'm in the vortex, but it's not happening now. And the the morsel that came through in that last segment that I think is so crucial is Abraham is saying, if you can shift your feeling. You have just manifested something, you know? Yes, yes. It is a manifestation. Yes. You know what's fascinating about that? With tying it back to the God experience. But So they say a shift in the way you feel is the manifestation, which is really that feeling is the God experience. And then 
you know, going back to the Bible, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything will be given to you. It's the same exact thing. Say more. Well, it's like, like if you're measuring for the physical manifestation, it's like, oh, it's not here. It's not here. It's not here. That's why it always, you know, the thing, but the, the spiritual principles of going to God first, the God consciousness, and then everything yes. flows out of that. That's really what they're saying is that. It, when you have that experience, that shift, that feeling, that is the kingdom of heaven. Yes. That's it. And from that place, of course, things are going to flow out. I mean, it's just a natural outpicturing. But the prize, the juice, what we all aspire to is that shift, is that feeling. It's not really the stuff. That's why to be measuring for and looking for the stuff, is, it's, it's a setup because it's not even what we're looking for. We're really looking for... The feeling, that God experience. That's the connection. The connection, yeah. And what's interesting, though, is is what they're saying specifically is that if you can know that a shift in how you feel when it feels better is a shift toward God consciousness, is a shift toward, it's like spirit calling you, pulling you, and that that is a manifestation and that for the moment that is enough. And it's not even toward. It it, it is. Ultimately, you know, that's it is the prize, yes. and then we right. think we need the the physical thing. Like, oh, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. But if we really were to be honest with ourselves and feel feel what we're feeling all through the day, that is the prize. That's true, and I do hear you. And the ultimate thing that they say is that everything we want is because we want to feel better, and to feel better is to remember our conscious connection to God. So go to God first. Mm -hmm. Let that be your one and only priority. But I think what's what's difficult with that in the human mind is the sustaining of that. You know? Yeah, but also if we pay attention, we're doing that all day long. We're going to God all day. Like if we could, if we really start to to pay attention to our vibration, like, oh, that was felt good. Oh, I like that. Oh, it feels relief. Like if we're really feeling our emotions, we're having that connection a lot throughout the day. But I think a lot of times we're not focused on that because we're looking for the physical manifestation. So we kind of gloss over that. Absolutely. And therein, and I want to slow that down because I think it's such an important part of this technology, this metaphysical technology, is that you've got to know that the shift that you've made by choosing another way to see something or choosing to feel differently is everything that you've asked for. Mm -hmm. That is it. And I mean, and yes, the experiences will come, trust that, know that, but ultimately all that we're trying to do all day, every day is get back into the remembering of who we are, our broader self, our broader knowing, because let's face it, being in a physical universe is a lot more fun when you remember that it is not dominant over you. And it feels better. It just feels better. And that is it. But what I like in the nitty gritty of this is that You know, I can get forgetful. I can get caught up in the drama of people saying certain things and doing certain things. And what they're saying is what we want to do and how we influence how people show up is that we want to rendezvous with people when they're matching our vibration. Well, we do anyway, but we want to make sure that we're in a vibration so that we only rendezvous with people when they're in a good space, when they're going to give us the best of them. And that's what they're saying is we can do that as long as we're aware of where we're at. Right. And that's really the key to this is, and and I trust sometimes when I've made an appointment with somebody and it falls through, I'm like, gosh, I wasn't a match to them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or they weren't a match to me. 
But I trust that these rendezvous points and when somebody shows up angry or ornery, I know that that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate it? <laughs> I hate when that happens. But but because I understand this technology, I can say, aha, my darling, we have some work to do. Yes. We have some recalibrating to do. We have some smelling the roses. We need to step back a little bit. We need to take a breath. We need Time to meditate. Out. Time, Time out. Time out. <laughs> You know, and and just really take on that radical responsibility. And it is radical, you know. But, but what I love about it is it's so, it's radical, but it's also, it, it feels so good knowing that it's accessible. Yeah. So it's not like, ah, oh, what is going on today? Everybody, like victim, victim, victim. It's like, wow, I, I need to like separate myself from it. I need to kind of catch my breath here. What's going on? Like, and then we could, we could very gracefully get back into our life. In exactly. a way that feels right for us. But I, I love that we have that opportunity to like get off the track, get back on, get off, get get back on. Like no one controls that but us. We don't have to wait for the circumstances to shift or for people to be nicer or to, you know, whatever <laughs> for us to be exactly. back in good space. But we do need to take a step back. We do need to take a step back and do this sort of recalibration. And each of us individually is going to have a way to recalibrate. Like how I recalibrate might not work for you. How Janice recalibrates might not work for her. You need to know how you do that. You You need need to to know it. That is a huge tool to have in your pocket. Woo. It's essential. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, I think of us as vibrational artists and we need to have that color palette. How do I Mm -hmm. recalibrate this picture? And I step back and I start to do some of my mantras. You know, I start to do some of my rememberings. Um, One of my favorites, which is from Jerry is, you know, everything always works out for me. Ultimately, everything always works out for me and I know who I am and I'm remembering that all is working for my good and that there isn't anything that I can't be, do or have. You know, I start to get more general as Abraham talks a lot about. Stop being so specifically negative, Mm -hmm. step back and even be generally negative or slightly positive or or more, but being more general and allowing the universe to help that recalibration because spirit, angels, guides, whatever you, Uncle Charlie, whatever you want to call them, (laughs) they're available to us to assist us in that recalibration, but we have to have the willingness. We have to take the moment and say, whoa, thank you, God, for this, for this outpicturing of my vibration. Um, and then when you do get into the vortex and you practice and you start to rendezvous with people and they blow your mind because you might hold an idea of who they are, but if you're in the vortex and they are able to rendezvous with you because they're in vortexia, they will blow your mind as to who they really are. Yes. They will show you sides of themselves that you've never seen before. They will break open the gossipy, low vibrating mantra that you might have had with them in the past. And now you know that you have shifted your universe. Your theme park just got a little bit brighter. <laughs> that reminds me of someone I dated years ago. He said to me once, he says, God, I don't know why I treat you so nice. I'm really not a nice person. And I'm thinking, oh, Great. okay. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I like the sound of that. <laughs> but I, I do think that we can remember that people are reflecting back to us. Well, we could, we could kind of check in and see how we're doing too by asking ourselves, what do we think about this or what do we think about that? Because whatever we're, whatever we hear back, is really what we're putting out. Yeah, and that's why it's so valuable when we catch ourselves gossiping. Because it's yes. like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
and that's going to show up. Who's going to come in? You know, what are we attracting now? What are, who are we bringing into our corral now? <laughs> Waitress in the sky. I'd like more of this. <laughs> yeah, not good. But you know, sometimes what I think is is kind of a fallacy that has been running around. You know, is like, oh, it's not about me. It's them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the classic. It's you know, it's it's not it's not really about me. It's them. I really feel like we need to wake up to the fact that it's never either or. It is the fact that when people show up, it is because of where we're at and how they show up. And that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. But you know what I like about that? Like you say, it's a fallacy and, and it's, you know, like a lot of times we hear different things and we'll be like, well, I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe that. I believe that. I agree with this. I disagree with this, but really we could always try it on for ourselves because we really have to know that. Is it a fallacy or not? Like, but if we bring our awareness and start to notice what's showing up around us, then we we learn these principles in a way that we own them. Exactly. And there's always deeper layers. I mean, this this technology, this knowledge is so deep. It is not, you know, a Hallmark card. There is deep understandings because sometimes someone can show up. You're feeling great. You're feeling frisky. You've got the world by the tail. You've done your vibrational work. Someone can show up persnickety. Someone can show up in a bad mood. And that can be off-putting because you're like checking your vibration. You're saying, I'm feeling really good. What's going on here? But Abraham recently exposed to us that what might be happening is you've been called in as an influencer to focus on that person's vortex and actually what you're a match to is that person's vortex and pulling that in. That is your job to stand strong in your vibration. So it's not as kind of cut and dry either. Yeah. Sometimes they're, you know, sometimes they're a match to where we are and we'll know it. And other times you're there to hold the presence and, and they're right there on the surface, ready to move in. And you have said, I will be an uplifter yeah. today. And, you know, it kind of feels like when you're saying that, it reminds me of our part is to really release the judgment of what yeah. something's supposed to be like and be fluid with it. Oh, interesting. This feel, you know, just kind of like, not like this means this and this means this. And I must be, you know, just like, this is interesting. This is interesting. You're so right. You know, judgment is really poof, 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 done, done, done. <laughs> It's so yesterday, yeah. isn't it? It's just, oh, so, oh what do you oh, say? One old technology. 1.0 technology. <laughs> yeah. It's like the cell phone in the eighties. You don't want to be caught dead with it. It's judgment. It's just like, uh, oh, that's so yesterday. <laughs> and then the flip side of that, we have to always remember the compassion. Like when we catch ourselves, judge, have compassion. Yeah. You know, like, it, oh, yeah, I do. You know, like I got triggered. I got triggered. You know, yeah. no big deal. So, I can let it go. And when you can, Work on your vibration and and to the point where you are truly allowing God consciousness to infiltrate you in a in a way that allows you to remember who you are throughout the day, to check in, to you know have those opportunities in your day where you do stop and take a moment and prayer or uh, mantras or meditation, whatever you can do to kind of go back and touch the touch the hem of the garment, as they say really allows you to keep your momentum and keep that consistency. And when you do get spit out, you know that it was no more than a half hour ago that you were in. Yes. And and that's where the trust and the faith comes in. And the more that you practice this, the more aware you're going to be when you shift it out. Yes. And I like what you're saying about practicing it and working on your vibration. It's like it's working on it in a way that where it's fun. And and what we can measure is how we feel. 
not because a lot of times we're like, I'm not making any progress. Look, I'm in the same situation. Yeah, but the situation feels completely different. Yeah. You know, even though the players may look the same or, you know, whatever, I I feel different this time. Or it's kind of like getting really clear on what are we measuring for? Like, you know, because we're always measuring for something. Well, you know, what what brings up when you say that is I've been listening to a couple of recent workshops where people are sitting down and say, hey, you know, I'm doing the vibration work. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything you're saying. And I got glaucoma. Mm-hmm. You know, and how does how does that work? And how is it possible? Maybe this doesn't work. And, you know, and Abraham says, how does it feel to have that conversation with us right now? Mm-hmm. Regurgitating what's not working. When you sit in front of us and regurgitate and tell us what's not working, you're practicing the vibration. It's so tricky because they sat down to get clarity, but the action of clarity kept them in the fog, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, you know, it's, yeah. so we want to, you know, so we want to kind of catch ourselves if we're telling a story about this never works, this isn't working, I'm doing something wrong. We're going to take a break and play a little bit more of this. How can I influence others from a recent Abraham workshop? Check out Abraham hicks.com to get your own copy of this full Seattle workshop, which just happened a handful of months ago. Oh, it's so good. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Janice, and we'll be back right after the break. Stay tuned. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it go. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, for The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Wondering what's happening at Unity Village? Join Dean Ted Collins and guests each Monday at 2 p.m. Central Time as he hosts Village Events and Voices from Unity Village. Stay connected with Unity Village and get news on retreats, special events, newly published authors, and various ways you or your center can be part of the many exciting opportunities Unity Village has to offer. Tune in to catch live interviews of Unity speakers, authors, and newsmakers. It's Village Events and Voices with host Ted Collins, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcome. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'm here with Janice as my co-host for the hour as we're 
waking up in our day, remembering that we are truly influencing all that is coming into our consciousness, good, bad, or ugly, we have an opportunity to shift and to become more aware and alive of who we are. We're listening to a recent Abraham workshop where the question that was answered is, can I really influence how people are showing up in my life? Can I influence my boss, my mother-in-law, my child? And the answer is yes. So we're going to play a little bit more from that segment and come back. You know what I was just thinking when you were saying that is it's interesting. Like I think if um, it's almost like I think we also could get to the point of we really don't care if we influence them. You know what I mean? Like once we know that it's something, you know what I mean? Then it's like we stop caring. Like there's something about caring that we can influence someone feels a little bit off. Well, it's, I think the idea that they come through is that eventually you won't care because you'll know how to deal with it. Yes. But until you know how to deal with it, this is good information. Well, it reminds me of the giving. Like, you know, when we're really aligned with source, it's, we love to give. It's our nature to give. So we're naturally going to give. But if we start thinking about it, it's kind of like influencing. We love to be uplifters. It feels so good to to live from that place. And I also feel as if we can allow other people showing up as an opportunity to check in with ourselves to see how we are and release that judgment and use it as just a fun yeah. interface to remember whether or not we're squeezing the majority of the marrow out of this day. Yes, because we say it has to look a certain way or people have to show up a certain way or if they don't, it's my fault. I have to fix it. You know, it's like too much working it. Instead, well, it's interesting. Let's go back to the theme park. That's interesting. Yes. That's interesting. That's kind of fun. Oh, I don't want that. Oh, that looks good. Oh, isn't that, let's taste that. Right, let's right, find right. It. And so we can throw ourselves into vibrational situations knowing that we have the agility to align again. Yeah. But these practices are so important so that you can get more free with who you hang out with right. or you, where you go. You know what I've been noticing lately? I've had some interactions that you know have a little bit of somewhat conflict in them. And I'm actually admitting that it's kind of fun. You're like, like instead of before where I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening, making the other person, you know, now it's like, even though I am splashing around in there, I'm actually kind of looking down on it and having fun with the energy. Well, they say, Abraham says, that's why we came, yeah. is we came here for the contrast, for the expansion, for the co-creation with others, whether they think that, uh, whether you think they're driving you crazy or not, they're part of your expansion mm -hmm. and we can have more fun with it. But we need to understand these mechanics. Yeah, because I think as soon as we feel victimized by it, then it's not fun. Well, like you said, if you think the roller coaster is out of control, yes, yes. it's and not you can fun. get hurt. It's not fun. Right. Exactly. And if you know that it is in control, then you can have. It's kind of fun. Have, Woo, that you like a rash. Yeah, it's like really exciting. The energy, because we love energy. I mean, I don't think we want flat energy. That's not. No. We want a bigger Space Mountain when we know it's yeah. Space Mountain. <laughs> Let's get back to this uh, recording and see what else Abraham has to give us. So how do we rewire our brains so we stay in the vortex constantly, 24-7? One, one, don't move the chair at a time. <laughs> in other words, by, by caring about how you feel, by making the primary manifestation. We've been saying this to you for so many years, and this is the first time we've ever said it with this clarity. By making the primary manifestation that you are reaching for be a shift in your emotion. By accepting that the emotion is a manifestation that can be so close to instant. By accepting that the emotion is the manifestation. And isn't it? 
In other words, if someone you love walks right back into your life and picks you up and whirls you around, we know that you would feel elation. But you got to not need that to happen in order to feel elation. And right, you, you got to feel it first within yourself. Which means or the outer world can never reflect it. You're very wise. And you got to, in the meantime, trust that this manifestation is a reflection of the laws of the universe and that more manifestations will follow. So I just work on loving myself more in each moment, with each breath, basically. Well, we didn't say that. We, because that's specific, we, because, because now you've opened a whole other can of worms. Now it's all about loving myself before someone else can love me, blah, 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 blah. Where, where what we said to you is, you can feel good right here, right now, if you want to. And if you will prove that, self to, that, prove that to yourself again and again, everything will get better. Don't complicate it with platitudes that you've been dragging around and tripping over for all of your life. I just showed myself that I can feel better. I just showed myself that I can feel better. And if I can convince myself, if I can practice that enough to show myself that I can feel better, now I'm free of a scary world. Now I'm free of things I can't control. Because I can feel good no matter what. I can feel good no matter what. I can feel good no matter what. And we almost don't want to say the next part. We will. No, we won't. No, we will. No, we won't. The next part is, if you can feel good no matter what, then no matter what has to change to reflect feeling good. Right. That's what I believe. It's core of my essence. Well, then, why are we having this conversation? Such a co- Huh, why are we having this conversation then? <laughs> oh, I love that little, so let's back up a little bit. So they're talking again about this primary manifestation being a shift in emotion. That the primary manifestation you were talking about before, that's really all that we ever want to begin with. But it's so good when you're out of the vortex to remember that the shift in emotion is the manifestation and that you can trust that if you can recognize that, if you can say, aha, I did it, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah. you know, it's funny, like when you're saying that it reminds me of, you know, like if we lived in a society and a culture that valued buttons like buttons were the most valuable thing, then we would be looking at each other saying, who accumulated the most buttons, right? But I think in a way it's because in our system, we we value materialistic things because we could see it. We're not walking around giving people, oh, you're really valuable because you feel good, right? I noticed that shift in your feeling good. Yeah, It's almost like we, we have to appreciate this for ourselves because no one else is going to look and see what's going on with us by how we feel, but we feel better. Like, yeah, you know and think? we can give ourselves the high five. Yeah, and like when they, they kept saying, like, once you prove to yourself over and over, you, you start to care less and less about what the outer world's doing because you're getting it. You're getting it. You're getting you know, it. it's like, wow, I could feel better no matter what. No matter what, I could feel oh. better. Like, the rest of that stuff becomes not as important. Oh, it's everything. You, can, you actually wake up to the core of your own freedom. I don't Ooh, have I like to have that. Yeah, so let's write that down. I love the that. Core of your you own wake freedom. up to the core of your own freedom. <laughs> I love that. Be- because you really see that it doesn't matter how this guy's acting or that guy's acting. I mean, eventually be nice. So we rendezvous with people when they're in good spaces and that's fun. But even if they don't, right. you're still having a even good time. <laughs> I can feel good no matter what I'm, you know, and it is, I mean, there is nothing better than being in the core of a conflict mm-hmm. and sitting back and getting your alignment. 
Yeah. There, there's just nothing sweeter. We've talked about that. You know, you can go in there and debate. And as long as you can go back and find your alignment, I can feel good no matter what. I can, you just twist and turn in the wind. Have, have your moment. I'm, I'm feeling good no matter what. And a lot of people say, well, you're not empathetic. And how can you know? It's not that. It's that you can't really do anything to shift a circumstance unless you have that core freedom to change your mind. To look in a different direction. Unless you have that, you're living by default, you're flying by the wind that takes you, you're reacting your day away, and it is suffering. And you're at the effect. So it's like then, then, then it becomes the focus is monitoring everything out there or controlling yeah, like what's happening with control. the economy oh my god this is good this is bad this is ah you know and and it, the outside's constantly shifting and changing people are coming and going and oh it could just drive you crazy and it's no fun yeah i mean let me get off this ride you know yes, that is that really is no fun that's not a ride i want at my park <laughs> so let's repeat together i can feel good no matter what i can feel good no matter what i can feel good <laughs> no matter what i like i'm going to add i wake up to the core of my own freedom <laughs> i wake up to the core of my own freedom by remembering i can feel good no matter what and then no matter what has to shift yes and that's no like the icing what. on the cake exactly yeah, it's like yeah No, we only have a few minutes left and I want to kind of dive into this more so that we heard, you know, where she said, and it's a little bit of a platitude. Well, I guess it just means I have to go back and love myself some more. And Abraham just like goes, whatever. (laughs) I know, but you know what? I kind of get, you know, to me, it's like love can never be wrong, can never be. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like. Loving yourself, yeah. that, that would be good too. You know what I mean? If, if that was really authentic and really could, if we could really grasp the truth of what we are and really feel that into ourselves, I think that's what they're talking about. Well, most of the time though, I, people, I think people use that as an excuse. Yeah. Oh, it's back to that love thing again. And here's all the issues I have with that. Right. So it's like that in order to, I can't have what I want until this, 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 this happens and gets cleaned up and. And you don't know my story. Right, you don't, yeah. If you knew my story, you'd know why. Right. I can't and how myself. difficult it is for me to love myself. And yes. Oh, it's just like a whole, like they said, a whole ball of, of wax and a whole thing that you can really use as an excuse. So it's not about, I am going to love myself more completely. Yes, that's part of it. But you can't use that as the reason why you can't feel good now. Well, that's, what I think what I'm hearing too, is they're saying, you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. Yeah. You hmm. don't have to wait. Raise your hand if you love those instant manifestations. Woohoo! And that's what I love about this little morsel. And we, we're going to end the show on this. And I really hope that everyone can dig in and listen to this. That when you feel that shift in emotion, you, my friend, have manifested. And get excited about that manifestation because it's your excitement about the manifestation and the shift in your feeling that will then build more manifestations, more. And then before you know it, you can react to the theme park because it's so dang fun. You can start to use your world as an excuse to feel good because you have now started to manifest that which you want. It ends up being this wonderful cycle, which Abraham talks us, but talks to us about. But we got to get that cycle moving. We got to get that first I am going to make a change here. And in that moment, everything changes. So fun, Janice. It's never ending. (laughs) It is fun. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction as we spent this hour really hoping that we have given you some morsels and some understandings and some aha moments or just some fun to remember that you truly are awakening every day to the essence and the truth that you are God realized in this life. 
And it is so much fun to remember that power, that essence, and that connection. Thank you, Janice. We'll see you next time on the Metaphysical Porch. Great. Thanks. It's fun. Love it. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction. We are live every noon on Thursdays at AlignRadio.com and then rebroadcast on our favorite syndicated network, Unity.fm, on Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific. We thank you so much for joining us for this hour. And as we conclude, we leave you with a Law of Attraction card reading from our wonderful teachers, Abraham. You can get your own card deck at abraham-hicks.com. I highly recommend you walk around with this packet of information in your pocket. But until then, our wonderful Charcel will read for you. Have a great day. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. Today's card tells us, Nothing is more important than that I feel good. Whenever you are feeling less than good, if you will stop and say, Nothing is more important than that I feel good. I want to find a reason now to feel good. You will find an improved thought. Any time you feel negative emotion, you are in the mode of resisting something that you want. And that resistance takes its toll on you. It takes its toll on your physical body and it takes its toll on the amount of wonderful things that you are allowing to come into your experience. Nothing is more important than that you feel good. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like and that today is sunny with possibilities. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon, Central Time, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Align Radio, alignradio.com. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you. 
But God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Unity. 